0: Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to 2022. I'm excited about it. I hope you are. Um, Today's a solo episode, and we're going to actually... Uh, It's a little bit of a groupthink here. Um, A couple months ago, November 17th actually, I posted a question in the Facebook group and it simply stated, you know, what do you think is the one thing that holds chiropractors back from thriving? Um, I think the, you know, the years that I've been in practice, I'm going on 17 years now and then um, ever since 2016, you know, working with chiropractors on say practice growth And it's been frustrating to see how many chiropractors are struggling and aren't uh, thriving in the way that they thought they would, right? So I'm not going to define success or thriving, but I think each of you or each of us have it in our mind's eye what our expectation was when we became chiropractors. Now, you know, if you're in year two of your career or year four, um you know there's still a lot of meat on the bone to to grow and you might be in that um delayed gratification phase like I was at that point so that's totally understandable but i think we all can look at where we're at whether it's year 2 or 10 or 20 and either say yeah this is what i was hoping better than i was hoping or it's just not what i expected as far as um the quote unquote success, right. Or, um, thriving. And so I, I wanted to kind of get it down to why is that? Right. And let's, um, you know, for the sake of, of argument, we'll we'll put the clinical side away at at this point. It, It actually wasn't even, um, you know, put on there but i i kind of had a qualifier for the for the question is like i didn't want things like insurance reimbursement lack of trust in chiropractic etc you know uh, i i know a lot of chiropractors that are thriving in lieu of all those obstacles in the way that are that are outside of um things we can control right And and um so I had some really good answers. I put a few on there and then we had some people added on there and and I'm just going to provide the, the top three which got this substantial amount of votes. And then I'm going to touch on one that was number four, but didn't get a ton of votes surprisingly. But uh, number one, the most voted was business acumen. Okay. And so my thoughts, and I'm gonna give you my thoughts on each four of those. Um, I think that's a big one, right? And I think there's a lot of misconception from chiropractors on what business acumen is. I think we uh, unfortunately uh, as doctors think that we don't need to know business, right? I think it's a dirty word. Uh, we think of you know the shark or the or the snake, you know, and and just um, aren't comfortable with developing the business side of our practice and uh, I recently had last week had uh, Dr. Brock Martin on uh, the podcast and, and we we talked about business a little bit. And one of the things that that he had mentioned and, and really was insightful was that, you know, good business doesn't always mean being, you know, this uh, uh, you know, business first chiropractor and everything is second, right? Um, and it's really about the patient experience. So what was mentioned was good business is good patient experience. And there's a lot of things that go into that. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I, I highly recommend that. I'm not going to uh, belabor it on this particular episode because it was really teased out well uh, last week. So So check that out. But a lot of it is like you know, providing a great patient experience uh, or reinvesting in your people, in your business, in your patients, in your community. Those are all things that are good business, right? I'm not asking you to learn accounting or be a financial wizard, right? Those things are great and and you get better at those and there's resources. I mean, we just had a, a full virtual summit on Money Matters because we realize how financially illiterate a lot of us are. And so you want to get those basics down on cash flow and, and protecting your money, especially if you're the business owner. Uh, but a lot of this business acumen, frankly, is just providing the ultimate and patient experience, right? It's uh, m- making a difference, okay? And it's reinvesting into your team and having a team, okay? Uh, so that was number one, was business acumen. And there's a lot of ways you can get better at that without sacrificing your clinical If you've listened to me long enough on this podcast or however else you've read or listened about the information I put, it's all about patient-centered or patient-first, and then everything else will follow, okay? This isn't, you know, you need good business acumen, and that means you need to sell six-month care plans, cash up front for $7,000, okay? That's not what it's about. All right, another two, the second was poor communication. I think this is a big one. Um, probably could have been number one or tied for number one because some people that are extremely effective communicators can override almost everything, including clinical, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. but um, And people that are poor communicators can sabotage everything else, right? Uh, I know many great clinicians and good people that are just very poor at communicating with their patients, with their team, with their loved ones, and it really uh, spoils the whole thing. And so communication is important. And again, this doesn't mean you have to be a world-class orator and do public speaking in front of a thousand people, right? This means you have to have good people skills. You have to be able to relate to your patients. You have to be able to sit down and, and provide a nice three-minute report of findings doesn't have to be this dog and pony show but you can look the patient in the eye give them confident diagnosis treatment plan expectations and it also means having great communication with your team having team meetings having expectations being able to relate to them being able to communicate when things aren't working the way they should or aren't up to the expectations of the of the practice right uh, and yeah, if you can get out in the community more and communicate with people and, 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 and network with people and have public speaking and do workshops and, and all that, you'll be amazed at how your practice will grow. And so the communication is, is vital in, in growing your practice, okay? Um, number three is, was mindset. And, and this was also talked about on the last episode with Dr. Dr. Brock Martin, And this is a big one, right? This is huge. And, uh, you know, I think everybody at this point has referenced or or heard the book um, by Carol Dweck with uh, growth mindset, you know, and there's a lot of people have a fixed mindset, and there's people have a growth mindset. And we can relate to that, right? We, We can, we can definitely relate to that. Now, if you're listening to this, and for you a small practice that is paying you decently well, and your life is great, and you enjoy that, and you don't want any more than that, then then I'm not I'm not here to say you should um, change your mindset and, and grow your practice even more. Okay, but I know a lot of you are spinning your wheels and are not achieving what you would want to, right? Like if, if you're collecting 15,000 a month in, in revenue and you're not paying yourself as much as you'd like, let alone hiring a front desk or a, a CA or an associate, but you want all those things, you gotta really start to wrap your mind around the fact that you know you can have a 30,000 a month practice, a 40,000, a fifty, 000, whatever it is, right? Um, I've thrown certain numbers out to people in the past and they kind of look at me sideways like that's not possible. I was like, well, yeah, uh, it is. I know plenty of evidence-based ethical chiropractors that are doing 30, 40, 50, a hundred thousand a month, right? Um, obviously the hundred thousand a month is, is a, a select few, but they're doing it, right? And they're doing it under the very similar or same circumstances as everybody else uh, as chiropractors, right? Um, so you got to get whatever's just cluttering your, your mindset on growth out of the way. And sometimes you got to look at it from a, almost like a project, right? Like, okay, what's my dream scenario from a growth perspective? And it, it could be from what your team looks like to what the revenue it would take to do that. So if you said to yourself, you know, I'd like to make X amount of income. Uh, I'd like my personal life and family life to be this. I'd like to have this team, right? I'd like to have the front desk, myself, an associate, a CA. I'd like to outsource some of my marketing and certain things and get very clear on that. And then what does that take, right? Like if you start if you want to pay yourself x and then you want that type of team what does that take per month is it thirty-five thousand a month right let's just use that number for for right now all right docs here is a new opportunity for you from darcy sullivan of propel she is our seo specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure google is finding you and getting you new patients it's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the seo right and a few other things and darcy is offering a free seo workshop just for chiropractors and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link, and we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads, and Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever-mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly propelmcm for the one-hour free workshop. If it's 35,000 a month, what does that take? If you're part of CSA and you got access to this the digital dashboard and you have all your practice analytics and you know how much an, an office visit is, right? Like if, is a, if an office visit is $70, how many visits would it take per month to make $35,000? What needs a change to make to, to see that many people, right? That might, for some of you have to double your practice. You may not be able to double your practice the way it's currently constituted, right? But it's similar to the mindset where, you know, when you were, let's say, a a sophomore in undergrad, could you imagine the skill set you have two years at a chiropractic school, right? Like, you couldn't really, a lot of people couldn't fathom that. Like, I was just trying to figure out where I was going to go drink for Friday night at that point in my life. But it's the same thing. Like, you take the next step, the next step, the next step. And then you get there, right? But too many of us never take those next steps or never even plan out and reverse engineer what what say project thirty-five K looks like, right? Like what does the project of getting to thirty five thousand for you look like? And you gotta start teasing it down to the numbers and say, okay, I gotta see this amount of office visits. Well, I can't see that amount of office visits because it's just me. Well, what if you hired what if you started seeing 25 more office visits a week or, or even a month, what could that afford you, right? Could you hire the front desk person you don't have right now and that person free you up from all the $20 an hour tasks you're doing, right? And then you all of a sudden you got that front desk firing in all cylinders and you're making more money and you reinvest in uh, yourself a little bit more or reinvest in a CA that's now doing all the rehab exercises for you. Yeah, you can you can find a great CA that can do that stuff. You don't need to be doing that. And if you are fine if you got a uh, some kind of workflow that's allowing you to see the amount of people and charge the amount of money or get reimbursed from insurance, that's fair to to spend 30 minutes with a patient fine. But the reality of it is that's that's few and far between. So can you hire that great exercise CA. And now you're able to see more people make more money. And then, you know, you're all of a sudden you're starting to realize like, Oh, okay, we're at 25, 28,000. Now we're at 30. And you can hire hire that associate that gets me up to 35. Right. So just start to really reverse engineer that. But understand that the first roadblock for many of you is the mindset of it. And I don't know how um, your plan is to, to rectify that and, and fix that mindset. Uh, obviously there's people you can hire and things you can do to, to improve that. It's going to take some investment in yourself, which is part of the mindset shift. Uh, it's always staggering. You know, I, I spend a fair amount of money every year on investing in myself, you know, with coaches and other people that are going to progress me, and and as I get to different levels in my professional career that I never thought I would have gotten to, um, I keep on doubling down on that and and bringing on other people that are going to take me to the next level, and that's part of the growth mindset that I fortunately have cultivated for for myself. I, I wouldn't say I uh, had that. I had the poverty mindset. You know, I grew up very you know lower middle class. I wouldn't call it. Poor by any stretch, but it was definitely lower middle class, and there was a it was a fixed income, and it was a paycheck to paycheck childhood. And when I got out of school, I couldn't uh, fathom asking someone for seventy dollars cash to come see me. Right? Um, I, I've overcome that. It's taken a lot of work because I've invested in myself. Um, so you got to figure out that who who's gonna how can you invest in yourself to work through that mindset. And uh, overcome that and realize that whatever it is uh, in your vision of what your life is going to be with you and your family, um, the practice is the vehicle to get there and providing exceptional patient care and having great communication and good business acumen and having the mindset that you can thrive and you can have a, a, a really a great life and providing exceptional care to your patients. It's not mutually exclusive. I think that's one of the biggest mindset flaws I see in our evidence-based crowd of, of chiropractors. That's my soapbox for mindset. Sorry. Starting out the year hot, right? Um, and then fourth, it just had a little bit of votes, but I think it's a big one, and, and it is not being intrinsically motivated, right? Um so we don't want, you know, money to be our motivation. That would be the extrinsic motivators, right? Now, there are some extrinsic motivations in life, right? Like your family and how you want to live and all that. And then the reality of it is, is to achieve that and, or, or to achieve the team you want in your practice. It's going to take some money. Um, so it's okay to have extrinsic motivators that are, higher level things for you and your family, Um, but then there's got to be a level of intrinsic motivation, right? Like you got to want this and that could be that mindset roadblock for you. And yeah, I do believe some people are born intrinsically motivated and some aren't, but I do believe you can, again, going with that growth mindset, work through that and find what does intrinsically motivate you Okay. Maybe you just got to get clear on that. Uh, and that's where I like what strategic coach talks about with unique ability. I think a lot of times what, um, uh, maybe, well, maybe suffocates a person's, um, intrinsic motivation is that they're not functioning in their unique ability. And they're doing a lot of things that they just, that wears them out and burns them out and they don't enjoy it. And so if you can start to chip away at the Uh, clay of this life that you're building and, and, and sculpt uh, what you desire. I think it is chipping away at all those activities that don't fascinate and motivate you and getting super clear on what your unique, unique abilities are. And if you start to work towards that, you'll find yourself becoming even more intrinsically motivated. And I would say that's happened for me. It, It took me a little while to get super clear on my unique abilities and, and doubling down on those instead of trying to, um, keep on working on the things that I just don't find, uh, exciting. Right. And, you know, I've been able to come to terms with that and, and ultimately close some chapters in my life, um, or soon to be right. And, uh, one, one of those for me is, is patient care. And, and, and I'm, um, you know, Progressing towards closing that chapter in my professional career uh, because I'm finding how fascinated and motivated I am with the Modern Chiropractic Marketing and with Chiropractic Success Academy and, and helping out chiropractors, helping out my team here at the office, the doctors we have here and the, and the overall team, uh, getting more involved in even the community locally here um, and then the community of chiropractors as we start, you know, as we travel and do a bunch of things, um, I've got the mastermind starting in a few weeks and getting highly involved in that. And so I'm excited for that. And that's something that, uh, I've, uh, whittled down with unique ability. And so for you, it's going to be different, right? Um, and, but you just definitely need to be clear on that. And I think that if you're struggling with the intrinsic motivation, it could be one of those things. Okay. So, so look at that. Okay. Okay. Um so those are the four D- there's a ton on there there was a bunch of things I'll I'll just kind of read out I'm not going to dive into but lack of confidence for sure I could see that lack of direction uh, definitely lack of marketing knowledge grit not willing to expand services stuck in old ways um yeah denial <laughs> I think you could put that in uh mindset but that's definitely a one of them so uh, I, I kind of like this. I might do this a little more often where I kind of pull the or source the crowd here on different topics and get some feedback on that. So I hope you enjoyed that and then my little take on it. But whatever you feel like maybe is that roadblock for you, be, admit it. Be honest with yourself. Figure out how you can improve that. And you'd be amazed at what just investing in yourself, uh, even if it is time or money, what it will do for you. Uh, I know what it's done for me and I, and I know what it's done for a lot of other chiropractors that are doing very well. So, um, you know, be honest with yourself, look to invest in yourself, continue to grow. And I know that you'll end up uh, achieving what you want in, in practice and in life. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the modern chiropractic marketing show.